Now, anybody who's taken the subway in the city of Toronto has seen that there are these areas where you should stand in if you feel nervous and, uh, you know, apparently you're supposed to be on camera. And there's these emergency buttons that are in the subway station. You hit them. They're supposed to connect, I assume, like everybody else assumes, I'm sure, with somebody that will answer your call and say, is everything okay there? Apparently, someone got off the uh, station at the Sherburne station at about 3 p.m. last Thursday, spotted a man on top of another man beating him up. So he ran to the emergency button, hit it, and there was no answer. Stuart Green joins us on the phone right now. He's spokesperson for the TTC. Stuart, do I have most of the story right? And can you pick up with um, anything that may have uh, an indiscrepancy or uh, within this storyline and tell me how the... um, the TTC button is supposed to work. Sure. So uh, a couple of things. I mean, the, the the buttons that you're talking about are located at different places throughout the station. So uh, it is true there are two on on each platform in the designated waiting area. So where you have, for example, a split platform, um, you know, like a Sherburn, where uh, there's a, an east and west bound. Each side of that of that platform has a designated waiting area with the emergency button. Uh, there are also at that particular station there are intercom buttons um, at the unstaffed entrance, uh, which is where this incident. Uh, actually occurred. So um, this is this is the way it works at all stations. Every station has uh, platform designated waiting areas, and then there are buttons at unstaffed entrances. There are also buttons on elevators and at other places. So some stations could have four, some stations could have eight, some stations could have six, you know. Um, but basically the way it works is that the, you know, you push the button and that connects you with, with, uh, with station staff. In this case, it would have been the collector in the booth. So that happened on this particular day. Uh, there was, uh, uh, the first report came in, went to our collector. Our collector immediately got on the phone with our transit control and notified them that there was, uh, there was uh, something happening there. And uh, she was able to monitor the, uh, the, the, through the intercom and through the closed-circuit camera what was happening so she could report that there was an assault occurring. And uh, so our, our transit enforcement unit and uh, Toronto Police were notified, and uh, our transit enforcement were on the scene first and managed to actually uh, make an arrest in this particular case, and the individual was then charged by Toronto Police. So, How long did that take, Stuart, to get the transit police down there? Yeah, so, so our officers were first on scene. I, I, they were there in about 20 minutes after the call first came in. Okay, so. I'm terrified as a woman then. Okay. Well, I mean, I, only only because, I mean, really, speaking honestly, as a woman, yeah. I would expect somebody to come down a lot sooner. So moving forward, when we have these people not in the booths, will there be somebody on platforms? Well, so our, our station staff are not security staff, right? So our station staff are not are not trained in, in, in things like, you know, dealing with an assault. That's what police and transit enforcement are there for. So in a case where there is an emergency, and, you know, we're, we're, we're quite fortunate that we don't have these happening very often, and, you know, I understand that, you know, you would be concerned in a case like that, but, you know, that's why we have, uh, we, in addition to the intercoms, of course, we have the, the pay phones that you can call 911, that's okay. a free call. You've got, you know, if you've got access to cell phone signal, you can call 911 from there. So, you know, it would be no different than if you were, say, in a, in a public park and witnessed an assault or something. We have a little bit more ability to, to communicate, though, in this particular case because we have uh, the intercom system. Do you recommend people call 911 immediately? If they witness something like this, absolutely. Uh, if, if you're able, if you have cell phone signal in a case like this, you should absolutely call 911, push the intercom, do anything you need to. Uh, you know, this, 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 is, this is true of, of, you know, anything, you know, whether you're in a shopping mall or a park or wherever. If you ever witness something like that, I would assume people would want to call 911 and try and get help immediately. So with the emergency buttons, are you looking at making any changes to the TTC emergency system? Yeah, so we had, we were already in the process of upgrading these systems. These are these are older systems that operate, you know, similar to a phone. 
so, so in this particular case, um, you know, for example, someone had pushed the button and got through the collector, and the reason others were not able to get through is because there's not, for lack of a better term, a call waiting system. That's something that we can look at and address as we move to a, a newer system. So, um, you know, it's something we did identify as, as a potential gap. And I will say that, you know, fortunately, we haven't had situations where there has been more than one uh, or have, have been more than one emergency uh, episode happening uh, at a given time. So it hasn't really been an issue, fortunately. But, um, you know, certainly in terms of, uh, in terms of going forward, if, if there's way with, ways we can improve the security, we would absolutely look at that. I really want to thank you for your time, Stuart, as always. Thanks for uh, no problem, being here and explaining what's going on with the TTC. Always My, a pleasure to have you my on. My pleasure, Kelly. Thank you.